Welcome, sonic archaeologists, peering back through the mists of time elapsed, looking for audio relics from a bygone sonic age. <laughs> You're sucking it, Grandad. Uh, you're listening to the podcast version of The Quietest Hour, thequietest.com's weekly radio programme. For full versions of the programmes, including all of the songs and music, please visit our website, thequietest.com forward slash radio. Thanks for listening. Can I remind them about the poof now? <laughs> you've steam pressed my chinos in the wrong direction again I'm John Doran I'm Luke Turner pull up a poof you're listening to quiet hour Well, well, that was the new single uh, by Amra Haha and Islam Chipsy. And uh, long-time readers of the site will know how keen we are on both of those gentlemen. If you want to go and see Chipsy, and I can only suggest that you do, he is playing with his full band, EEK, at Walthamstow Garden Party. And I believe that's in the London Borough of East 17 this Saturday. And yeah, and if you do uh, go down, come over and say hello to me and Natalie. For really, it's Natalie, not Luke Turner that I'm doing the show with, because we're going to be there dancing to EK, and then we're jumping straight in a cab to go to my night, aren't we? Out to national, and I'll be playing African and Middle Eastern party music, including tunes like that Charby Bang you just heard at Servant Jazz Quarters in Dalston, nine o'clock, free to get in. With lasers, probably. Uh, that was that was a good start in the show with such an unsubtle plug, I thought. Yeah. Uh, so, you're not Luke, you're Natalie. No, Who I'm, are you? Why I'm, are you here? Because uh, you invited me. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> uh, it was all getting a bit too cock-heavy, I think. So. Uh. Ah, yes. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that, but yeah. Uh, you, you asked me to come on the show, which uh, I'm a big fan of anyway, so normally I'd be, I'd be watching and listening in. Uh, my name's Natalie Sharp. What else would you like to know? Uh, are you a musician? Yes, I am. Uh, I go under the guise of a lone taxidermist, but I also uh, play with other musical outfits, including Gazelle over here. So uh, I believe you re- you remixed um, Gazelle's one recently, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. Th- well, that, that's coming up on the show. We've got an ex- we've got an exclusive. All oh, right, fantastic. Well, <clears throat> we've got that as an exclusive. We've also got. The new track by Nuramint Somali as an exclusive. Uh, but before all of that, we have... Well, you better introduce this because I have no idea who this next song is. This is uh, Mary Oka, uh, Your Government Dream Times 3.
that was Marioka plus your government dream times three. Uh, what can you tell me about Marioka then? Marioka, uh, I think she's originally from uh, Tel Aviv and she moved to Berlin in her 20s and she's a bit of a prolific musician. I actually, I'd never met her before and I went over there a few years back and she kindly let me borrow her guitar. Uh, and What had happened to your guitar? I didn't have one on me. Oh, right. <laughs> you, you can't take them on easy jet without them getting knackered. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she, uh, she, she made some, uh, she said she was going to make some lunch for us. And when I turned up, there was a huge bowl of chocolate angel delight waiting for us, which I absolutely can't stand. But I, I obliged in eating it because I, I didn't want her to think I was a bit rude. Yeah, <laughs> so she really put the effort into yeah, making yeah. lunch. Yeah, yeah, chocolate angel delight. I remember when I met my, my my best mate at university, Jim, who I haven't talked to for a few years, but um, he said, come round my house the next day after I met him at this party and I'll make you lunch. And uh, he, he made me um, a bird's eye potato waffle sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, uh, do you know what the secret is, John? <laughs> I put a little bit of black pepper <laughs> on the waffle. But then he made, he, made, he made me eat it lying down with my eyes shut on his bed whilst he played the theme music to The Good, Bad and the Ugly dead loud. That was part of the sensory experience. I was sure he was going to do something absolutely <laughs> nuts to me, but he didn't. He just said, yeah, it's all... But you know what? He was absolutely right. It was brilliant. Eating a waffle with your eyes shut, listening yeah. to Ennio Morricone and a bit of pepper. Yeah. Just tingling your tonsils. What did he give you for dessert? Well, we can't talk about that. It's a family <laughs> show. Um, so, um, so you you borrowed her guitar. What other is is there like a set of unwritten rules when it comes to loaning or borrowing uh, other people's? I think it depends on on uh, how crap the guitar is. I mean, I I wouldn't mind lending out a, a crappy uh, acoustic guitar, but you know, if you're going to if you're going to another city, you can't really take your instruments on the aeroplane if you if you fly in budget like we did. So, uh, you know, it's a bit of a free-for-all, really. Mm. So, you say this about a crappy acoustic guitar, and I'll tell you who I was talking to about guitars the other day. Richard Dawson. Now, he's really, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. Now, he was saying to me, like, he was down in London uh, trying to find a guitar, and he really struggles because he's got small hands. Has he? Yeah, what, he like Jeremy Beadle's small? No, or? not that small. Not, not freakishly small, just smaller than, you know, like not like mine, which are like... Spaghettified. I like. I've got like the hands of an astronaut who's been too close to a black hole. Maybe that know. makes it easier for playing if you've got small, small well, hands. He has to have a well-made child's acoustic, or a t- <laughs> or maybe like a t- a, um, a teenager's acoustic guitar, but well-made, and he strings them with high tensile metal strings. Wow! And that's how he gets his special. Especially abrasive but brilliant so sound. So he, he's got a specialist Dawson sound that's just just customized. Yeah, you can to him. tell when you listen to his records. You can tell. You know mm. what I mean. You can tell. There's a man who has to scour the earth looking for the right guitar. Um, now I was going to do. It's it's. it's I, I I tell you what. I miss Luke being here. Hiya, Luke. If you, Hi, if Luke. You're watching. I, I hope you're listening or watching at home. Uh, but what I don't miss is, is at this point, Luke would then say, talking of scouring the earth, <laughs> I'm going to scour the airwaves for... So we don't need to do the silly links. We're just going to say, coming up next, we've got, uh, I believe, another first play, and it's Melt Yourself Down's new single, Another Weapon for Speedy Wonderground. Nature. 
So when I listen to that song, I like to pretend I'm listening to uh, Madness having a rough re-entry into Earth's atmosphere on a slightly faulty space shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> but not that one. Not that one that's going to blow up or crash. One that's going to land safely with Madness still intact at the bottom. What? Why does it remind you of Madness? I don't know. Really. Of all of the brass. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, do, I must admit, like, um, I, I don't mean that as a diss. I do prefer. Um, melt yourself down. Uh, I had to move my paper really gently then because we just got <laughs> we just got bollocked off her by Seb for rustling our papers in front of the microphone. Which makes me want to do it more. Melt yourself down are a fantastic group. Um, Speedy Underground again coming up with the goods. What an amazing label! But what this remind? I was about to do a Luke Turner introduction. <laughs> Gone from one fantastic <laughs> label to the fantastic weekend I just had. <laughs> so anyway, what, what were you up to this weekend? Uh, well, we had, we had a film night, which uh, I think, I believe you left the conversation fairly early, John, so you weren't privy to what happened at our film night. But, go, uh, go on then. We had uh, we, we, do a, we do a film night in our house on a big projector that's got 3D capabilities, not that we've used them yet, uh, and we showed Nicholas Rogue's Bad Timing. Uh, I've never even heard of that one. It's It's... It's weird. It stars Art Garfunkel, and wow. there's a lot. There's a lot of comedy zooms in is it. He, Maybe too is he many. Kind of quite creepy in it. Yeah, he's he's very monosyllabic and deadpan. Because I, I don't like. I don't want to badmouth Art Garfunkel. I don't. Know, I don't know anything about him, but he just he is so creepy in films. I think it's the first and the last uh, acting role that he, he's ever had. So another thing, maybe people who are listening to this can help us out here. What happened to Nick Roeg? He made all those amazing films, and then it just seemed like he just kind of devolved into making soft porn. Uh, well, there was a bit of por- por- pornographic uh, tendencies in, yeah. in Bad Timing. They're uh, rare in all of his films, aren't they? But it was more of a, you know, it's kind of balanced out by the, uh, you know, the more yeah, ar- arty elements. Well, I, th- I think he's just got a bit of a fetish side that's kind of carried, he's carried him away a little bit. Well, there you go. The man who fell to swingers. Um, so what did what, you do at the weekend, John? What did I do? I went up to Trana. Trana's a festival I go to every year, uh, which is just on the lip of the Arctic Circle. And it takes two flights and a three or four hour ferry ride to get out to this volcanic archipelago. Mm-hmm. And I stayed in a herring fisherman's factory Uh and it was kind of good, but as always, with each passing year, it gets harder being bunking down with these just drunk idiots in Norwegian rock bands who stay up partying all night long just because it's in 24-hour sunshine. But the island itself is beautiful. It's like, um, you know, like you'd imagine one of James Bond's adversaries would live on in a volcanic island yeah. in the middle of the sea. And uh, on the last day, I did. The, I instigated the Tranathlon, which means I went out to sea uh, at the other rockier, less habitable side of the island. There's a big brass moose on a hill looking out to sea, and there's a there's a fable on uh, Trana that one day a lovesick 
caribou swam all the way from Buddha on the mainland looking for a lady caribou that he was quite keen on. Got to the island, there was no caribou there, there was just cows. The caribou, this I don't know whether this says a lot about Norwegian culture or what, but the caribou was really keen on getting together with a cow. Just thought, you know, just make the best of the circumstances. <laughs> But this really mean-spirited farmer wouldn't let the caribou go anywhere near the cows. So it'd stand for days looking out in the direction of Iceland, thinking, well, maybe the lady caribou that I was after all along went that direction. And then it just starts swimming off. And then, you know, I guess when you're telling this to a kid, the kids will go, well, did it get all the way to Iceland? You have to say, I doubt it. It's bloody miles away, (laughs) isn't it? It it, it obviously drowned, didn't it? (laughs) So yeah, I went to see the big brass caribou on a hill. I climbed a volcanic plug, a, like a miniature mountain called the Nipple, and then was it live? Uh, no, no, no. Like like years. It's a plug. It's the it's the dried bit, dried, oh, okay. the, the dry, solidified, the, nipple. the solidified magma. Yeah. Or is it lava? No, it's magma. So it's a solidified magma from inside a volcano. And then, just before lunch, we walked around the base of a mountain to go to a huge cave to sit and listen to a free jazz saxophonist. How was that? It was really, really blissed out, actually. I've never done so much uh, exercise in years. I could barely move for two days afterwards. And really, essentially, all I did was go for a bit of a walk. How many calories did you burn? At least 58. Have you got have you got one of those weird uh, wristbands that you can wear that I don't is this this calories? is this this Pokemon thing that's everyone's no. going on about? I don't <laughs> there's understand the, there's that. Like a, there's a, like a strap that you can wear around you, your arm and it tells you how many calories you've been The burning. thing is, is like when you look like me, Natalie, you already look like a victim. You don't want to be <laughs> adding to the kind of like the idea. You don't want to be prompting strangers to punch you in the street when, you, when you've got... I've already got quite a punchable face, you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't like to... Add a twatish accoutrement did to you, myself. Did you climb? Did you climb on top of this uh, elk then, or did you just have your photo? Uh, I had a photograph of myself feeding the elk some grass. I had a photograph of myself patting the elk. I had a photograph of myself hugging the elk, and then my mate Windham he had uh, a photograph of himself trying to have an intercourse with the elk because he's because <laughs> he's because he's a posh oik. <laughs> Anyway, what's coming up next, John? What's coming up next is it's you. It's Gazelle Twin remixing Lone Taxidermist. Posterous tip mangle, Judd Nelson. Touch and Go by the mighty Mr. Vast. Um, before that... Uh, Mr. John, Vast? <laughs> Mr. Vast. 
Is he like one of the Mister Men? No, no. He used to be in Stevie, no, Weavy Stonder. Oh my gosh, yeah. he's one of these Spoonerism guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then before that, I think you made, uh, you've been drinking too much tepid coffee, John. I think you made a, a, a grave mistake. We actually played the remix of Lone Taxidermist uh, Premonition, which is on the new, uh, soon to be coming out, Fleshed, Unflesh album. Was that you then? That was me, yeah. Flipping out, that was great though. Um, Rightio. So you've done a lot of work with Elizabeth, haven't you? Elizabeth, a.k.a. also known as Gazelle, Gazelle Twin. Twin. yeah. She's, uh, she's got a new project at the moment called Kingdom Come, which is based on J.G. Ballard's last novel. Uh, and it involves me and uh, Stuart donning a pair of tights. Who is Stuart? Stuart? Stuart Lee, not the Stuart Lee, is uh, the uh, male counterpart, male vocalist in this a new project called Kingdom Come and uh, we both wear massive uh, sort of Cindy Sherman style business suits and we get on a treadmill and we, we run and sing uh, at the same time whilst there's a huge uh, video behind us with uh, lots of shopping malls on it. Well, yeah. well, 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 that sounds good. You've already done this in Manchester, haven't you? We did it at uh, Future Everything and then we just came back from uh, Sonar Sonar Festival in Barcelona. Are you going to be doing it anywhere else? I believe we're doing it at Sensoria oh, Sheffield. Uh, in Sheffield on the 2nd of October. Fantastic. So, right, so as you've probably noticed that uh, Natalie isn't Luke Turner, I usually do the quietest hour with Luke Turner, but he's away. And I think I should say that he is away writing a book. What's he writing a book about? He is writing a book about the occult, the hidden and the transgressive histories of Epping Forest. And Epping Forest is a very interesting place, you know, like uh, a lot of criminals use it to bury bodies there, or at least they did traditionally. And uh, when I first moved to um, London, which is 20 years ago this day, uh, me and my girlfriend at the time, we went the first walk we took in Epping Forest, we were walking round and we stumbled across something going on in a glade and we walked over to see what it was. was and it? I, I was joking with her saying, I wonder if it's people burying a body. And when we got closer and closer, it was actually the BBC filming characters from EastEnders burying, burying a, body. a body. Yeah, yeah. There was a level of metatextuality so fourth, to it. You had a fourth well moment. I thought you were going to say yeah. it was something starting with D and ending with G. Oh. That kind of thing doesn't <laughs> yeah, happen yeah, yeah. in Epping unless Luke's around. Yeah, it's, it, he seems to be like like a magnet for this sexy sort of stuff, <laughs> doesn't he? Really, it's that uh, the pith helmet and the That's so his like now, genre. now you're sat in his chair. Do you suddenly feel an overwhelming urge to start collecting brass shoehorns? I think I just need to start um, ironing my trousers properly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, well, like you so like me and Luke, we have uh, we have a Clinton-style uh, dynasty arrangement. You see, where we take a year off, not a year off, but we, we, we each has a year, an alternate year to write a book. It was my year last year yeah. to sell thirty books, so, and now it's his. Now it's his year. So what what are you going to write about next year then? Uh, I can't. I, I I obviously have come up with so many brilliant ideas that the only short stories, I believe. The, the, the only problem I'm having is to select which brilliant idea of mine to turn into a book, and I'm absolutely not going home and crying because I don't have any good ideas every single night of my life. 
and stabbing myself with pens. Luke, if you're listening in, do you use uh, do you use an old school typewriter or do you use uh, do you use a word text processor? <laughs> Leave a comment and let us know. What's uh, uh, what's coming up next? Coming up next is another exclusive. We've got uh, Nura Mint Somali. Nura Mint Somali, f- absolutely fantastic Moorish griot composer and singer. About this. And uh, her album two years ago, uh, Zenny, was one of our favourite albums of the year. And in a few months, coming out on Glitterbeat, she's got a new album called Arbina. And this is the title track of that album. And that was Nura Mint Somali, uh, and that track's called Abrina, and it was an exclusive, I believe. So I believe you've discovered some facts about Nura Mint Somali. Yeah, um, her father was a Moorish composer who composed... Now, I've been corrected on this. Is it Morishina? No, I'm pretty sure it's Mauritania. (laughs) Mauritania. He composed uh, Mauritania's national anthem. And uh, she's from a place where obesity is traditionally regarded as desirable. Atanaki, <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe we should all go there and eat oh, cake together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should have moved there in 2009. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. You're you know. busy doing triathlons with elks now, though. Well, my wasteland is going in and wasteland out. Wasteland or wasteland? Wasteland. <laughs> my wasteland. <laughs> My waistline is contracting and retracting like, I don't know, I kept like, I was going to come up with um, a comparison then, but everything that came into my head was just disgusting. So I had to, <laughs> I'm going to abandon uh, that line uh, of thought. Uh, so we've had several requests on the Facebook live stream that we carry on with the forest chat because apparently that was just the, the least boring thing we've talked about so far. Now I was thinking... Uh, I remember my second trip to Epping Forest was walking around. Now, back in those days, there were still a few pubs open in the forest that you could go to, and one was called the Robin Hood. And I went there again with my girlfriend uh, one day, and there was a lot of middle-aged people there frolicking in the swimming pool at the back of the pub. And after they all tiled off, they all come and sat along the bar. And the guy who was working behind the bar got out a big pot, a big fondue set. And they were all dipping bread in it. And it had chocolate on it. They were eating it. And then they started flicking chocolate fondue on one another. Jackson Pollock style. Yeah. And then like, and one of the ladies started licking it off the arm of another one. And I was like, I think this is our cue to leave, actually. So it was you know a chocolate I mean? fetish party like that you walked kind of in chocolate on. dogging <laughs> chocolate dogging you got should we go and hang out should we go and hang out by robin hood's pool do some chocolate what? dogging why 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 are, why are forests so so entwined with dogging do you think why why to, are people so attracted to, to forests luke's book won't you yeah now also uh now what i'm hoping to see encounter absolutely zero percent chocolate dogging is i've <laughs> located I have located a thing called uh, Forest Tree Hut Holidays online, and that's much thanks to Lara Rix Martin and Mike Paradinus, 
uh, who I saw on Facebook that they're going with their family to live in a tree hut halfway up a tree in the new forest. And I thought, I'm having a bit of that. I don't care if I have to work overtime for the next year. And I really, really fancy. Just imagine that. Can you imagine living like an Ewok for a week? Doesn't that sound great? How uh, how do you go? What what about like the, the basics though? Like, there's a you ladder. Know? You don't have to climb the tree. <laughs> there's a ladder to help you get up. What you, what happens in the winter though? What about like central heat? I'm not going in the winter. I'm going to go yeah, in summertime. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, what, what you do? What are you doing uh, this weekend then? Any plans? We've already talked about this, haven't we? Have We're going to we? go see Islam Chipsy, and then uh, oh, yeah. oh well. Having said that, though, Nuremin Somali—that's kind of the vibe of the music I'm going to be playing in the first hour at Outer National, which, as we said, is at Servants Jazz Quarters, isn't it? On Saturday in Dalston, free to get in. Nine what onwards. Are, what are you doing? Are you doing anything on Sunday? Uh, I'm actually orchestrating um, an album cover shoot in my lounge, which involves Melange. Co- is that uh, in the? <laughs> Is that in the south of Italy? It's a bit like your wastelands, John. <laughs> uh, no, it, I've, I've, I've managed to rope in a couple of mates who um, have agreed. They don't know this yet, so maybe they'll find out right now, but they've agreed to be body painted and then covered in uh, whipped cream and custard. And then I'm going to pop them in one of those, you know, those bags that you get that you suck all the air out of when you're trying to pack down your life into wow, the small yeah, box. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can put a human inside there for about 10 seconds before they suffocate. So a couple of, uh, they, they, they are actually a couple, but they've agreed to do this all for, all for the sake Naked. of art. Yeah, but they'll be body painted. So it's like they've got clothes on. I should say I, I, sh- I should say that I make a living out of doing this, by the way. I'm a skin decorator by trade. Skin decorator. So remember that um, time that I put clay on your face, John, and you had yeah, to dry yeah, it. Yeah, we, we, we looked like uh, me and Horton. Shout out to Horton. We were going to do a disco together. I hope we still will do a disco together. And for some reason that I can't remember now, we were going to have our photographs taken in the church. So I made Natalie paint us to look like statues, statues dressed as priests. And then we were having our photograph taken in, is it St. John's in St. Hackney? St. John's at Hackney, yeah. And it was all going well until we got on the altar and then the priest started shouting yeah. at us to get off the altar. <laughs> the vicar, I should say. But uh, you weren't very happy about being up on that chair. I thought maybe you had a bad case of vertigo. You remember well, that? Like, I want to say for everyone who's start about, uh, for all of the prescriptive uh, dickheads who are now about to start complaining, oh, I think you'll find that vertigo is actually an illness, which... She means fear of heights. It's the same thing. Who cares? Now that we've put that one to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, who are you doing this record cover for? Uh, it, again, it's full-on taxidermist uh, for our forthcoming album, Trifle. Um, Hence, the body pain is a trifle. The, the man in the couple. Is it, is it two men, two women? No, no. Well, I'm going to do a heterosexual couple, and I'm also going to do a homosexual couple, one on the front and one on the back. of the Gatefold album. was uh, Peace and Sound XLB. I believe that's out now. That is Young Person's Music. I thought it was banging. <laughs> it was banging. Top one sorted. 
Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in. Put a, put a banging dunk on it? No, 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 no. <laughs> What did you used to say when you heard a proper tune when you went out? Oh, you used to make that really annoying noise that I'm not actually going to do on the air. You know, the whoop whoop noise. Not that I ever did that. Oh, you used to make the T sign. Yeah, I used to do that. Make the T sign. Or just go... (laughs) Below the waist. Or just go, oh, it's proper, isn't it? It's proper. Proper. Banging. Uh, where did you used to go out in Manchester? Because that, that's where oh. I first met you, wasn't it? Although uh, I didn't, I didn't meet you. I just saw you on stage rubbing uh, a pork pie into a naked Yeah, that cloth. was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, I used well, all over the place. Where night and day? Where night did we used to go? A oh, Tiger Lounge. That's where we used to go. Oh, there used right, to be a yeah. night there called Fiction Nonfiction, which was uh, always a bit sordid. Oh. Crazy Nathan got barred from there. I remember once because Crazy uh, Nathan living up to his. <laughs> Up to I think he's been barred from. Apparently, if you get barred from like one place in Manchester, it, there's some kind of code. It means that you yeah, get kind of barred yeah. from all of them. I don't know if it's the same down here. Yeah. Where else? Anywhere good? Uh, uh, that place. The place with the alien. <laughs> I remember I used to go. Is it Pop Cafe? Uh, do you know the place I mean? Pop Cafe, where it's got a Dalek and an alien in it. Oh, and I'd yeah. always go there. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That I'd place. always go there on uh, my. Uh, Dr. Spigot's concentration crystals and I'd always be too afraid to put my hand in the alien's mouth. <laughs> Just looked too real, didn't it? Uh, so I believe uh, it's that time of the show where we ask, Has, have we had a persuader, Seb? the persuasion have we have we had any have we had any calls Seb who have we got <laughs> let's play the first one then please hello John and Luke uh, Jeremy Allen here uh, I would like to request Je suis un rockstar by Bill Wyman in solidarity with our European comrades um, and because it's ace uh, Bill may have a history of being a bit of a dodgy pederast but don't confuse the art with the artiste etc etc <laughs> And uh, this piece of art is exquisite. Allegedly. One thing I really like about it is the fact that Bill's French accent is awful. Um, but at least he's trying, which wasn't the case for 52% of the British electorate. Je suis un rockstar. J'avais une résidence. Bonjour, no. John, are you persuaded? Ah, uh, bonjour, Jeremy. Yes, oui, oui, oui. Uh, uh, je suis un idiot. Good Lord, I always forget just how terrible that song is. And that was requested by Jeremy Allen. I've got to come clean here, say Jeremy's a dear, dear friend of mine, and I've known him for donkey's years. In fact, I remember when I first met him. It was in 2003 at the ATP Festival um, in Rye Harbour, which was done by Otep. It was such a great festival. 
And I said, look, if you're going to behave like that on the patio, of course there's going to be a spillage. Um, right, well, anyway, I think uh, we're done for this week. I, well, I'd like to say thank you very much to Natalie Sharp. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you very much, Seb White, and thanks to you all for listening. And we'll see you next time. That's over. Time to put the poof back in its dusty slot. You are enduring the Quietest Hour podcast, and if you're a real glutton for punishment, you can listen to the entire programme featuring all the music via our website at thequietest.com forward slash radio. If you'd like to support what we do, there is a support button on the front page of the website uh, where you can make donations and help us carry on our uh, fantastic work. Or you can just pay us to stop.